This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sta'inu bis sabri wa salati inna allaha ma'as sabirin. السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. My brothers and sisters, in the previous episode, we were looking at the list of prohibitions that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala declared to Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم to read to us, and we got to the point where we said it is prohibited to shortchange others in business. And we must be transparent. We must be merciful. We must never weigh less, or we must never do that which is deceptive in business, because there will be no blessings in the income we have, even if the figures happen to spiral. But we would be at a loss. We'd rather have a small amount with great blessings than to have a large amount with very little or no blessing whatsoever. In fact, with a curse. So we've got to comfort ourselves by being honest, straightforward, and upright when doing business. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "وَإِذَا قُلْتُمْ فَعْدِلُوا وَلَوْ كَانَ ذَا قُرْبَى." And when you speak, you must be just. You must be just, even if it is against your own relatives. Now. In another place in the Quran, Allah tells us to be just, even if it is against yourselves or your parents or your relatives. This echoes that where Allah is saying in verse number one hundred and fifty-two of Surah Al-An'am that when you speak, when you judge between people, be just, be very, very fair and balanced, even if it is against your own relatives. So sometimes people have problems, and their parents are on one side. And justice is on the other. Sometimes we're blackmailed by a verse or a hadith, a statement of the Prophet peace be upon him, where we know we have to be kind to our parents and we must make sure that we are good and dutiful and respectful. So people say, "Well, if heaven lies in the service of my parents, then how can I side against my parents when this is a matter of dispute?" Well, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala overrides all of that by the verses of justice, and He says, "Justice comes first, whether it is against you, your mum and dad, or your relatives." So, those who achieve the greatest comfort are those who stand for justice, even if it is against their own parents. That does not mean you shouldn't be kind to them. It does not mean you should not be respectful. But you need to stand up for justice. What is right is right, even if it were an enemy, and what is wrong is wrong, even if it were your own parents, your mother, someone whom Allah has really encouraged us to be so kind to. At times, her human nature can take over, and perhaps she can say or do something wrong. Especially those who are married. Sometimes you have your own children, and so much is happening in the house. Don't think that your mum, for example, or your spouse, or your children are all angels. We're just human beings. I make mistakes. You make mistakes, and sometimes the human nature or the habits begin to show. If those habits are oppressive. 
you need to stand for justice in order to comfort yourself in that crisis. If you'd like to achieve the comfort, stand for justice. But if you were to oppress those who are right, just because on the other side is a relative or a parent, mother or father or a child or a sibling, then you would create a huge crisis and in fact, you would not be able to come out of that crisis and you won't know why. But it's as simple as ABC. Something that is happening in front of your eyes that is wrong and you are not prepared to correct it. You're not even prepared to say this is wrong. Very respectfully, very politely, with utmost kindness, you've got to tell your mother or your father or your relative, my beloved mother, I love you so much. But in this matter, you are wrong. Subhanallah. The mercy that will descend, the blessings that will envelop you are amazing because you've stood up for justice and be firm. And yes, she may be hurt, but you're my son. You're my daughter. How could you tell me that? You've got to go back to the story of the Prophet Abraham. May peace be upon him. You've got to look at that and see how he corrected his father with utmost respect. He told his father, look, I know something you don't know. Listen to what I have to say. So this is something we learn, a great lesson. Many people are struggling in their homes. They are suffering in the marital home. They are suffering within their own circle simply because they have not stood up for what was right in a respectful way, in a very polite way, because they found that their parents were on the other side. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the steadfastness. My brothers and sisters, this is a matter to take very seriously. People are suffering. A lot of homes are plunged into crisis and those crises grow so big simply because a word was needed from you and you didn't say it. Don't confuse obedience with respect and kindness. And remember, Allah said justice overrides everything. And this is why in another place in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَأْمُرُ بِالْعَدْلِ وَالْإِحْسَانِ وَإِيْتَاءِ ذِي الْقُرْبَى Allah instructs you three things. He wants you to be just, He wants you to be kind, and He wants you to give your relatives. Look after them. Notice how He starts off with justice. Simply because in order to achieve comfort, you must remember that justice comes before kindness. So Allah says, Al-Adl wal-Ihsan. Always what's right is right. You can never ever say, because of my kindness, I'm going to forego the justice unless it's a due to you and you don't mind giving it away. The minute others are involved, you must stand firm for justice before you ever talk about kindness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us ease. In fact, there is kindness in justice. I hope we've understood that. There is a lot of kindness in justice. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every one of us. It is a very important message. Allah says, وَبِعَهْدِ Fulfill your covenant unto Allah all the time. You're a Muslim. You promised that you believe there is none worthy of worship besides Allah and Muhammad, peace be upon him, is the final messenger of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah's peace and blessings be upon him and all the other messengers too. If you have borne witness to that, you need to understand, be true to it. If you say there is none worthy of worship besides Allah, 
then don't worship anyone besides Allah, because that's what you declared. If you say Muhammad, peace be upon him, was the messenger of Allah, then look for his message, find it, read it, listen to it, understand it, adopt it to the best of your abilities. Allah says, fulfill your covenant unto Allah. Whenever you've made a promise, fulfill it. Don't renege on your promises. When you use the name of Allah to get something, to achieve something, remember, don't use the name of Allah in vain and don't make a mockery of it. Only use it when you have to. People should believe you without having to ask you to swear an oath because they should know you as a truthful person. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us fulfill our promises, our covenant unto him. Every time we've erred, quickly seek forgiveness. Allah is most forgiving. Most merciful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, we've instructed this to you in order for you to be reminded. Then Allah says, This is my straight path. This is my straight path, so follow it. Follow the straight path. And don't follow the paths of the devil that are all leading astray from this beautiful path that Allah has set for you. Don't follow the paths of the devil because they will lead you astray. Subhanallah. The clear path is manifest. My brothers and sisters, one of the most powerful duas or supplications that you can ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is Guide us to the straight path. That is the path Allah is speaking about. My path is very straight. It is the straight path. It doesn't have meanderings in it. Make sure that you are on that path and make sure that you ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant you ease. So those are the things that Allah has advised us, the prohibitions, stay away from certain things and so on. That is the list. Now, we will amass a lot of good deeds in our lives. We will pray and we do pray. So, mashallah, that's a good deed. We fast, we do charity, we give a lot of charity. When I say doing the charity in Islam, charity is not only about wealth, but it's even about your character. When you have good character, you have actually engaged in a charitable act because you've been pleasant with others. So, Allah tells us when you've gathered all these deeds, bring them on the day of judgment. And if you bring them on the day of judgment, I will multiply them for you by 10. If you take a look at the same surah, uh, Surah Al-An'am, verse number 160, Allah says, Whoever comes with a good deed on the day of judgment, we will multiply it for them by 10. Why does he say whoever comes with a deed? Because to do your deed is very easy. To bring it with you is very difficult because when you deceive, when you cheat, when you wrong someone, when you have backbittens about someone, when you have eaten the wealth of someone, Allah takes your good deeds away and gives it to them. So if you come on the day of judgment after having done good deeds, but you also did bad deeds, a lot of your good deeds would be eaten, sometimes maybe all of them. So Allah says, well, make sure when you do your good deeds, you look after those good deeds by protecting yourself from harming others. When you've harmed someone, you've just wasted your good deeds. You've given it to them.
so don't harm them. Come on the day of judgment, having been conscious of the fact that you did good deeds and you wanted to protect them, so we will then multiply that for you tenfold, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. But if you had wasted those deeds, how do you expect the multiplication of those deeds when they didn't even come? They were given to someone else. So this is why it's very important as we do deeds, let's make sure that we protect those deeds by not engaging in that which is harmful to others or hurtful in any way. May Allah protect us all. Aqulu qawli hadha wa sallallahu wa sallama wa baraka ala nabiyina Muhammad. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sta'inu bis-sabri wa-salati inna allaha ma'as-sabirin.